Hello everyone and welcome back to my first mon. I'm one of your hosts, Jack Martin, alongside the Pokemon Master, Christian Buckley. Hello, Jack. Happy well it's Monday, we're recording now, but getting close to that anniversary for Pokemon, which is exciting. You know? Yeah, I think you said off uh, off air that it's the twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe I can guarantee you that we will not be done with Emerald by the time the anniversary shows up, but <laughs> maybe on that anniversary day, you'll get some teases about what comes next, potentially. We'll see. Maybe, yeah, there's been some some rumblings. Um, but to to kick it off here, Christian, yes. we're going to have a bit of a shorter episode. Yes. Um, the this whole gym-to-gym method has proved a little little wonky this week, as it mm-hmm. has in Crystal before. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those cases where <laughs> the next gym takes, like, two seconds to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay. So, for those that don't know, this is our Pokemon Retrospective series, with this season covering Pokemon Emerald, week by week, gym by gym, like I just said. Mm-hmm. You can support us over on patreon.com slash joyclicks. At the $1 level, you have the opportunity to name the Pokemon in my party, just like Chad Gable was named by Darude Zed. Uh, and at the $5 level, you get producer credit and can have your name read out in each episode, just like our Patreon producers, Chris Akis and Aaron Easton. And finally, you can get involved with the show by giving us any advice or corrections in the YouTube comments for each show, and we will feature you in our Trainer Tips segment. So, Christian, without further ado, would you like to read some Trainer Tips from our fellow trainers here? It would be my pleasure, Jack. Um, Regal Bear Tick... The move Secret Power is used to create bases. It's a 70 base power attack that changes depending on your environment. There's a TM called Thief and is used to steal items or in some cases, heart scales off of the Pokemon Love Disc. Uh, move tutors take heart scales as payment for relearning moves. So. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Now I have a question about the move tutor before mm-hmm. we hit another um trainer tip mm-hmm. do we can i just go back and be like i want to learn this specific move or is it whatever one that they're offering i think i've already asked this, I, but i'm 99 percent sure again i've i've used it more recently in the newer games so it could be different but um i think you can go learn any move that your pokemon has already learned or should have already been able to know at that level gotcha okay so um, and yes, yeah, so thank you, Beartick, for the secret power is that move, the TM that I was talking about, so. Yeah, with, like, the little windows. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'll help you, mm-hmm. or trees, so, depending on what you want. Uh, definitely not Pedro hitting us with a bunch. EVs are not something that can be explained quickly, but they are hidden. Just think of them as this. When you defeat a Pokemon, your Pokemon will grow stronger in a particular stat, being HP, attack, defense, whatever. Uh, having the Macho Brace as a held item on your Pokemon will basically make them grow twice as fast. Um, Interesting. Should I be using this thing? Uh, I guess. Like, maybe if there's... Uh, well, you're, you're planning on giving your Makuhita an Everstone, right? You're planning on that? Mm, honestly, I tried it with Wooper, and Wooper was just super underpowered so eventually i had to just give in so i probably won't honestly okay 
Well, if you want to make Makuhita a big, beefy, tanky boy, then maybe mm-hmm. just give him the Macho Brace and forget about it. Okay, I might do that. Yeah, that might be the best thing to do. Because I give, like, specific items to... I think there's, like, a some sort of seed that I get, give to um, Grovile, because mm. it is good for grass-type moves. Yes. So, yeah, maybe that maybe that uh, Macho Brace will essentially be that for Makuhita. Yeah, and like there are moves, like there are sorry, there are items that you could give Makuhita that would boost fighting attacks. But if you just want him to just be a rock solid tank, like if you need to throw somebody out to put some heals on somebody, and you just need tank hits, then like that might be the best path for you. Maybe mm. that's what I would do. Yeah. All right, I'll look into that. A uh, couple more hits from Pedro. Sorry, definitely not Pedro. Uh, it's it's definitely not. Pedro. It's definitely not Pedro. <laughs> Christian. Uh, if Jack wants to use the daycare now, he can because he can always go and relearn a move in the move reminder. So mm, that is that is helpful. It's it's a tricky little beast mm-hmm. um, because I, I think I have to give the move tutor um, hard scales. Is that correct? Yes, I don't know if this was a slip up or deliberate, but the move reminder might be something else. I don't know if that oh. was just like a shorthand for what we're talking about. But, okay. Uh, I haven't encountered any hard skills, which has me a little nervous for sure. for that doing that method. Yeah, I did. I found one on a rock, but they're very scattered across the entire map. Um, so also to follow up on what Christian said, early game Pokemon do tend to hit a power spike very quickly mainly by evolving earlier than other Pokemon, but falling off late game. A great example of this is Butterfree, which you can technically get by leveling a Caterpie to level 10. Butterfree early on is super strong just because its base stats are way higher than anything else, but later on it starts to lose that strength as other Pokemon will become stronger in comparison. Um, So yeah, again, uh, I'm looking at your team at the moment. Uh, I don't think you have anything to worry about. My team, my Swellow, Pulling for me so far. You know, we're five gyms deep, still doing great, but we'll see. Um, Swellow reminds me of a Pidgey in a way. Kind of, yeah. Apt comparison. For sure. Honestly, I wonder if it'd be worse here because Tailow to Swellow is just the single evolution. There's no third bird for them. Mm. So, Pidgey at least gets Pidgeotto, you know, so like. Um, And lastly, from Derivative Zed, I will forever now see Slugma as the purple symbiotes from Spider Man 2000. (laughs) Excellent. Slowly um, ingesting all of my weird uh, analogies to the Pokemon trainers out there. So appreciate you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I came into the show being uh, being informed by all of you, and now I can do a little informing of myself mm-hmm. uh, to all of you. So there we go. In the most stupid way possible. So appreciate that. Yeah. Well, again, as somebody who also loves that game, I'm glad. You know, bring bring it to the people. Let them know. Educate them. You got to. I just replayed that recently. Yeah. Um, emulated, mm-hmm. and which was harder than these games are to emulate, just because mm-hmm. of the PS1. But yeah. found a way, and uh, it's fun. Doesn't hold up gameplay wise, <laughs> but it's a fun little Spider-Man game. So yeah, definitely mm-hmm. worth checking out. For sure, absolutely. I still have that disc for the PS1 game. Yeah, I have it. Dude. I have it mounted on my wall in my bedroom above the TV. <laughs> it's the the cover art for that game is so slick it's yeah. spider-man crawling up a wall and mm-hmm. it's the view from above and you can see the street level it's very cool mm-hmm. very very cool so definitely so yeah thanks to all the trainers out there thanks mm-hmm. for christian to read reading the, all those always appreciate it absolutely 
so like we said, this is probably going to be a shorter episode. Even though when we do say that, it ends up being around the same. But yeah. just as a heads up, this might be a shorter episode. So we decided to sort of pad out the show with a big topic here. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned it last episode, so we had some time to think about it. And it is, if given the opportunity, let's say you're going into the Elite Four, and you want, like, all level, I don't know, 50s or 60s of your Pokemon of your choice. What would be your perfect party? Mm -hmm. If you could amass six Pokemon to Mm -hmm. fill out the party, what would that be? Um, So, Christian, as the Pokemon Master... Let's start with you, since I think you have a more informed choice than I do. So, I will preface this. This is not my ultimate team, because my ultimate team would most likely uh, be significantly different, aside from a handful of these, um, because I would pull other Pokemon from later gens. I'm just deciding to do... Picking from ones we've played so far, you know, just so there's more of a reference there for the conversation. Um, and that being said, everything I did pick, I would still feel very confident in, in any battle, as long as they were kitted out the way that I like these Pokemon to play as. Um, so kicking off Heracross, who, absolute tank, you know, love, love that he's bug fighting. I feel like it makes up for the fact that most bug Pokemon are weak as hell (laughs) because he is a fighting type also. Um, he can tank a good hit, he can deal some good damage. And honestly, Jack, through this show, I know I always say Slowpoke, but Heracross might be, like, cli- like cl- scratching and clawing his way to being the number one favorite. Damn. Uh, you know me and my my bug-type uh, aversion, but mm-hmm. I do appreciate your love for, for Heracross here. I have Heracross pulled up, because I don't think I've ever seen Heracross, mm-hmm. despite you talking about Heracross all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a metal bug-looking thing. Yeah, it looks like, because I named it, and uh, when we played Crystal, I named him Jin, because I was like, oh, he looks like a, mm-hmm. a samurai bug beetle. So, that's that was it, you know? Doubled down on him, I caught another Heracross in Sword and Shield, I got a Heracross on my team in Shield right now, also named Jin, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm loving him, he's great. Nice, Heracross looks cool, so I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course... Although I just said Heracross might be the number one, as it stands, Slowpoke is still the number one. Um, I decided to specifically say Slowbro just for the like added improvements of evolution, you know. Uh, still Water Psychic, so dual typing, giving me some good, some good uh, coverage on this team. Um, there is, I'll say this also, in Sword and Shield, they introduce... Uh, Jack, in Gen 7 they introduced this concept of like Darwinian evolution based on regions. Yeah. So there, the Galar region is where we are in Gen 7. There's a Galar version, version of uh, Slowpoke that looks slightly different and when it evolves, instead of being water psychic, it's poison psychic. Whoa. And you know I love poison Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that last episode. Yeah, so if we could make an exception here, I would probably pull uh, Galarian Slowbro, because, or actually, no, Slowking. Galarian Slowking is the one that I choose in um, the new one, but. Very cool. Uh, but, again, 
Sticking to early gens. Uh, I do want poison, so I'm getting Nido King again. Big tank, heavy damage. Uh, love poison moves just because of the chip damage, the way you can like plan out a battle and just sort of like plant the seeds for the destruction like game as long as you can survive. Oh, poison's so good. Yeah, I'm looking at Nido King right now. I don't think I've ever seen like a detailed mm -hmm. depiction. Of that Pokemon, uh, another beefy boy. Yeah. Another purple beefy boy with mm -hmm. some green ears. That's cool. Absolutely. Uh, this next one, because sue me, I'm boring. Raichu. <laughs> Raichu's a 10 out of 10. Always. Yeah, Raichu's awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I do love Pikachu, but again, if we're going into the Elite Four, I'm giving my boy an Everstone. I have to. Sorry, not an Everstone, a Thunderstone. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, Charizard, it's Charizard, what, what do you want me to say, it's Charizard, and rounding it out, because I do love grass types, uh, Trico, Trico's evolution line, I don't want to say the final name, just to not spoil you, but, uh, Trico's evolution line would be the, the final one to round out the six. Excellent, excellent, that sounds like a pretty good party, sounds like a, you got most of your bases covered. Mm -hmm. I, I have some- I'm seeing, I'm seeing no water here, though. Yeah, that's the... I mean, Slowbear is Water Psychic. Okay, never mind then. So, but, uh, yeah, lots of dual typing, because uh, Heracross is Bug Fighting, Slowbro, Water Psychic, Trico, um, Grass and Dark, Charizard, Fire Flying, I think. Um, Raichu, again, later on, they introduce a Alolan version of Raichu, uh, which is um, Electric and Psychic. So, you got a lot of wiggle room, but, yeah, I, I like these... I like these, you know? For the first three yeah, gens, that sounds... this might be the dream team. That sounds really good. Yeah, the 1992 uh, <laughs> Olympic NBA dream team. Mm -hmm. So I like it. Now it's my turn and the audience's turn to judge you harshly based on mm. your experience with these three games so far. What is your dream team? Again, rolling up to the Elite Four, level 60s, what do you got? Yeah, talk about boring Christian. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, mine is fairly boring. Now, the first one I've been battling in my head over, mm -hmm. right? Water type. This is the first Pokemon I ever chose. I love my deed, Squirtle. Mm -hmm. But, now that I'm thinking about it, I like to have water plus another type. Mm -hmm. And I've encountered... Uh, Pelipper this generation mm -hmm. of course the evolved version yes um and I just love having water flying combined because I, I usually don't have flying involved in my party but having wingle with water moves and wing attack comes in handy like more often than than I can count so I think it would it would be Pelipper for that water flying okay I respect that you know because I've never like all your justification for Pelipper is sound. And Pelipper, like, it's a good Pokemon. It's clearly done you well so far. But mm -hmm. I can guarantee you, I don't think I've ever heard anybody I ever talked to about Pokemon ever highlight Pelipper in that way. So I love that. That's a great pick. Well, there you go. I was I was going to choose Squirtle because, you know, obvious. But mm -hmm. if it comes down to it and I need that typing i think it, it has to be pelipper yeah. squirtle is probably my favorite pokemon but mm -hmm. yeah i think it has to be pelipper yeah. uh and then for fire type of mm -hmm. course cyndaquil yeah. easy 
Good Easy answer. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> you, yeah. you want to say your team's boring? I chose two starters, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, I could probably find a replacement for Charizard if I wanted to, but, you know, we're, we're having fun with this, so. Yeah, totally. Um, Cynical, I was thinking between Cynical and, uh, Torkoal, mm-hmm. because Torkoal's pretty cool, it's a turtle, but, you know, at the end of the day, you gotta think, the cuteness factor, it plays a huge role. Sure. In various, various different ways in Pokemon. Um, uh, is super cute. I imagine Cyndaquil just curling up on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm just throwing out, like, this doesn't necessarily have to be Cyndaquil. It could be uh, Typhlosion, for example. Right. I'm just throwing out, like, the base Pokemon. Sure. Um, so, yeah. It would be some evolution of Cyndaquil. Probably Typhlosion. You know what really bothers me? What's up? When when this conversation comes up of, like, who's your ideal team, and this someone's, like, just listing off all tanks or, like, all dragons, it's like, that is so boring. Like, basically, you know what? Be a gym leader at that point. You deserve to get beaten by every little 10-year-old. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like how, um, what's her name? Uh, uh, Misty? It what? Misty, yeah. It's yeah. like, I want to do an all-water offense. offense. It's like, like oh, that doesn't sound very good. No, it doesn't. Like, e- like, even on an aesthetic level, because I'm glad you're bringing that up, too. Like, if somebody's like, oh, yeah, I got, like, Rhydon, Nidoking, Charizard um whoever else you know that fits in that mold it's like you need a dopey pokemon i think like do whatever you want sure but like i think pokemon is so great and the way that we play these games is great because it's like you're elevating this dumb stupid looking animal to be a champion and there's something so great about that (laughs) you know yeah i try to i usually arrow arrow away from um the big beefy boys like you mentioned like mm-hmm. i don't need these huge dragons or like even the legendary pokemons i use them towards the end of the game but yeah. i don't like doing it yeah <laughs> i kind of just like the run of the mill pokemon like we exactly. said building building up your team yeah so who's yeah. next so that's water slash flying and fire now of course grass is the next one you would have to choose mm-hmm. for me at least now, Trico is pretty awesome. I gotta be honest with you, I haven't really been using Trico all that much this gen. I don't okay. know what the deal is with that. I know I like to... Maybe I've used Trico as much as I've used Cyndaquil. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've liked to... <laughs> unlike my Squirtle, I like just like to uh, type out my party a little bit more these generations. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Trico has been used much, but the grass type that I will die for course we remember the story mm-hmm. is bellsprout yes because bellsprout has come to bat for me time and time again and of course i lost my bellsprout after the move after the daycare decided to like get rid of all the the good moves i had for bellsprout mm-hmm. rendering it utterly useless so was searching for just a bellsprout replacement and of course in um crystal found a shiny bellsprout yeah which turned into my shiny victory bell uh, which is one of the best Pokemon I've ever had on the team. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Bellsprout, no question about it. Mm. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah, a Victory Bell, I think, is super cool. I've never been a Bellsprout guy, just because I, I hate that it's like, it looks like a bean sprout. You know, it's like this tiny, <laughs> like, wimpy little root. But Victory Bell is super cool. I've just never been down for the investment at that point. You know, I, I've always chosen Oddish if I have to. 
mm. you know, for cut or um, keeping Oddish in the party. Like, I actually, I hopped into my save for Red um, to look through, like, who I used in all of our shows, uh, just for some reference. And I still, I had a Vileplume in the end, uh, in addition to mm. my Venusaur, so... Yeah, Oddish is a solid one. But yeah, both of those, because those are the two, you know, red and blue have like the Oddish and um, Bellsprout. Bellsprout is absolutely viable. You can definitely do something with that. And Yeah. Good pick. Um, thank you. And yeah, again, th these aren't like competitive, because I'm sure, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> when I say viable. I have no clue how to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean like, hey, yeah, face against the Elite Four, get through the story, you're solid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. I think Bellsprout's definitely on that team. Now, I usually have a ground, or excuse me, usually have a ground or mm -hmm. a rock type mm -hmm. Pokemon. Now, in Gen 1, it was Dugtrio, and Dugtrio was an unstoppable, unstoppable uh, dig machine, because mm -hmm. that's all I used it for. Yes. Um, but I found that Geodude, or Graveler, is a little more versatile, because... It is ground and rock. Mm -hmm. Now, Neon Rider in the Discord, eat your heart out because, <laughs> yes, I think Geodude's going to be on my team. Um, Geodude's just one of those Pokemons that, Pokemon that you can find early on in the game, mm -hmm. usually. And it, it's, it's just dead useful because you have that ground and rock advantage. And I think those two have a lot of advantages over other Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And um, they can learn some pretty powerful moves from how I've used Geodudes in the past. Of course, I would name it Ch Chad Gable at mm -hmm. this point. Yeah. So, yeah, Geodude's a lock on my team, for sure. Geodude is very similar to Pelipper, where my entire life, never met a Geodude person. But mm. everything you're saying is factual, you know? So, like, it's awesome to hear that. So, very cool. Very good, very yeah. good pick. There it is. And then my penultimate choice, of course... It's got to be Pikachu, or I would say probably Raichu. Mm -hmm. um, I'm with you. It is boring, but man, I I've anytime I encounter a Pikachu, you got to throw it in the party. I haven't seen Pikachu. I didn't see Pikachu at all in Crystal, and I'm hoping I run into it in Emerald. And if I do, Electric, sorry, you're out of the party. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't really know where to find Pikachu, but I would definitely... Pikachu would be in my party, no question about it. See, this is why, um, again, that people talk about that Gen 1, you're a Gen 1-er, all that kind of thing, because, like, it's like, oh, look at all these super cool new electric Pokemon. It's like, Pikachu! I want Pikachu! You know, it's like... Yeah. It's like that for so many types. It's like, oh, you want this cool new fire starter? It's a little chicken. It can evolve into something cool. It's like, no, I want Charizard. It's like... There's a reason for it, you know? It's that iconic nostalgia thing, but, um... There's absolutely yeah, that bias. The, the developers really have to like dig into the well after creating like what a hundred Pokemon. And be like, all right, now we gotta make some more. Mm -hmm. Probably not gonna be as cool. Of course they do, but yeah, like nothing's gonna be as incredible as I think the original Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are currently, um, as of the most recent generation, eight hundred ninety-eight. Jesus. Yeah, there were some real stinkers in there. I'm <laughs> sure. There absolutely are. <laughs> Who's yeah, so that's pick? Pikachu. Um, and for the final pick, I'm not a big fighting Pokemon fan, mm -hmm. but I think it's worthwhile to have a fighting Pokemon in the party. Mm -hmm. So if I had to choose, it would be Makahita. 
because Makahita's cute as shit. Yeah, very respectful. And Makahita can throw a punch. Um, I haven't seen the, or I have seen the evolution of Makahita. It's the Panda King from Sly Cooper 1. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, but I haven't reached that point yet, but it would probably be the evolved version. It would be the Panda King. Nice. Yeah, I, I think... Honestly, I might name Makahita the Panda King once it evolves. That is not a bad idea, you know? Because, again, as somebody who has also played Sly Cooper as a kid, that Panda King, like, all the bosses in Sly 1 were sick, so, like, that's a that's oh, a good yeah, pull. Um, Clockwork? Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Um, I respect it. It's a solid team. Uh, I, I was... You led with it being boring? I don't think it's super boring, man. I really don't. Like... I can tell you, looking at my list, Nidoking and Charizard, those are boring picks. You know? Um, I don't know if Nidoking would be. Oh, Nidoking absolutely is. Nidoking, really? at least in my circle, everybody loves Nidoking. It's like, oh yeah, you're uh, playing Gen 1, you need a Nidoking. It's like, dude's a tank. So, like, that's boring, but... Um, yeah, your list, I really respect. Like, the Pelipper Pole, Bellsprout, Geodude, and Makuhita. All those, like, four out of the six, those are really, like, solid original ones. You know, you got a starter in there. Yeah. And even then, it's not one of, like, the top three starters, you know, because, like, there's Charizard and Squirtle. Yeah. And, um, like, Pikachu, because, duh, you know? It's, like, it's respectable. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking, like, three... Or, yeah, three or maybe four of these will be in my actual party come Emeralds Elite Four. Nice. With Pelipper, Geodude, probably, mm -hmm. Makahita, probably. Um, and if I find Pikachu, then it'll be Pikachu. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the majority, I, I feel. Or at least half of my party for this Emerald game will be, is found here. So, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, I can't... And that... <laughs> Before we close off, I can tell you, we can revisit this list at a different time, I think, because uh, Heracross and probably Slowbro are the ones that would stick. Okay, so, and then the rest, the four would be removed. The four would be slotted out with different Pokemon from a later generations, yeah. Interesting. So. Mm -hmm. uh, well, that's that was uh, nice and fun. It was cool to hear... Um, what you had to say and from my perspective the, the pokemon i'm familiar with that's mm -hmm. what that would be um but i'm interested to know what the trainers who i think are probably much more knowledgeable than uh certainly i am um i want to hear what they have to say so trainers in the youtube comments definitely hit us with um your preferred party i would say do what we did maybe gen 1 through gen 3 yeah um just like what christian said don't maybe try not to spoil any pokemon i haven't seen yet so mm. let's say your what would your emerald team be if you could just loop any pokemon that you've encountered from gen 1 to gen 3 i think that'd be interesting to see for sure yeah and i'll say this too like by the end of emerald i think out of the three gens we've played so far across the board i think this will be my favorite team like, uh, compared to my team from Red and my team from Crystal, I think my Emerald team will be my favorite one, like, easily. <laughs> like, mm. I think I might be with you there for my own. Because mm -hmm. Gen 1, I didn't really know what I was doing. Right. And it was mostly a Squirtle party. Mm -hmm. 
and some occasional uh, help from some others, but they were like leveled like five to ten levels lower than Squirtle. Right. Um, Crystal was a little bit better, and then I I think I'm learning more with Emerald, obviously, uh, just generation by generation. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think I might I think I might be with you on that one. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how the next few weeks treat us. Absolutely. So, Christian. Yes. I'm going to hit you with that current party. Please do. So, after last week's gym, mm-hmm. I have a Pelipper at level 27. I have a Chad Gable, of course, my Geo dude, at level 22. Mm-hmm. I have Electric at level 25. Grovile, level 25. Torkoal, level 22. And I have the egg that is waiting to be hatched. Yes. How about you? I have... Uh, I didn't write levels at the beginning of the episode, but um, my Grovile, named Kashi, of course. My Swello, named Grayson. My Azumarill, named Bobber. My Numel, named Ares. And, uh, currently in the party, we have a Puchiena, named Vlad. So... Vlad is kicking around at the party at the moment as well. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, and I did get the egg, but the egg will hatch later. So. so, with this episode, you immediately leave the gym, mm-hmm. and May comes out, and she gives you go goggles, yes. <laughs> and says, like, you can use these in the desert, mm-hmm. which, um, that was, like, the route you couldn't traverse earlier. Mm-hmm. And basically after that she was like oh and now you should go back and challenge your dad you're probably ready to do Mm -hmm. that so norman our eyes are set on norman at this point um but immediately and i'm sure you probably did this too you go to the desert right oh i did not actually whoa where did you go i just went straight well (laughs) i got lost so i like did the loop of uh the mountain like twice just trying to figure mm-hmm. out, I was like, so which path do I use to get back to Pendleburg? And then I was like, oh, wait, if I go south out of uh, Marvel, I think I'll just be able to get Mr. Briny again. and um, Or hop on the bike path and get down to Mr. Briny. But yeah, uh, it took me longer than I care to admit to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, so I went to the desert just because I figured the game was probably telling me to do that. Mm-hmm. And I fought a bunch of trainers. I fought all the trainers in there. Um, nothing really of note. I saw, <laughs> I saw a tower there. Yes. And I was like, I'll visit that later. Cause mm-hmm. that's how I play games. Right. And try to do it. It's not there anymore. And I talked to some dude next to him and he's like, oh yeah, it just disappears sometimes. I was like, great. <laughs> uh-huh. I missed that. I tried to make it spawn. I, ju- I just couldn't get it to spawn again. Mm-hmm. Anything in there that I missed out on? Um, not right now. Like I, as you said, you can go back later and try to find it again, but um, I, I, it's not anything relevant, I think, to what we have to take care of this week. Um, I will say, though, did you see any new Pokemon in there that caught your attention? Um, Not that I can recall off the top of my head. Are there any ones in there that stick out to you? Uh, Trapinch, I believe, is one that will be in there. Again, Trapinch. it looks like a little turtle. It's orange. Big jaw. I believe you should run into that in the the desert area. Oh yeah, I don't. I guess it is a turtle, but it's like a snapping turtle. 
kind of. Yeah, this thing's fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> well. It's got a big old head. What if I told you that thing evolves into one of the biggest fan-favorite competitive Pokemon ever? Ooh, what does it evolve, in, evolve into? It evolves into a uh, bug-slash-dragon type named Flygon. Ooh, that's a great name, I'll tell you what. Yeah, F-L-Y-G-O-N, so. Yep, here it is. Okay. Hmm, I wouldn't be happy about that bug. <laughs> that bug typing. But that's cool. Yeah, it is, it's definitely, uh, there's a lot of Pokemon, and you'll come to see this uh, later in this gen and in others as well, where they're not always what they seem, and sometimes they are, they need an inve an investment, and usually they will pay off. Um, another version instance of that, um, specifically here, would be Aaron. Aaron takes some mm -hmm. time to evolve to its, like its third form comes at level 50, and Flygon is as Damn. well. So it's an investment, but once you get there, you're pretty set up. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, there's there's a lot that, of Pokemon like that. So. That's interesting. That it's wild because it starts off as an orange Pokemon, which mm -hmm. it's not a fire type, is it? No, I At think it, I think it's a uh, bug. Um, I think it might just be straight bug. Okay, and it and it evolves into a green like flying type Pokemon. That's really or well not flying type, but um, yeah, flying Pokemon. That's interesting. Uh, my mistake. It is ground, not bug. Okay, I don't know why I thought well because Flygon looks like a bug so i'm sorry trainers you can erase your comment <laughs> <laughs> like um but yeah so do you think that changes anything though ground no. dragon no i'm good <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah this uh, it looks cool the the final evolution looks cool flygon great name yeah actually now that i'm looking at it there's uh one two there's definitely two others this generation that take some time or maybe three actually because of aaron as well uh take mm -hmm. time their final form comes at level 50 but they are very strong if you like it's like paying you back you know so oh cool yeah there's, there's a handful like that so if there's one that catches your eye maybe maybe but you don't always know hmm. um i have a question for you now <laughs> i'm i've been stuck with pokemon that have very low power leveled um special attacks like i still have ember i still have water gun right um is it just that these pokemon learn like bubble beam um at later levels than traditional pokemon um i will check for you right now i'll see when pelipper uh learns bubble beam okay because i'm thinking i might just have to uh grind out these Pokemon a little bit just to get those higher leveled moves. Yeah, I think you might have to, because, like, I, um... Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, Pelipper cannot, does not learn uh, Bubble Beam naturally, so... Whoa. Um, I can tell you right now, it will learn... So you said it knows Water Gun already? Mm-hmm. You'll learn Water Pulse at level 20? Um... I don't think I did. Okay, so that might be worth a visit to the Move Tutor. Um, yep. And at level 62, you will learn Hydro Pump. Ooh, 62. 
Yeah, so... This I don't know about that one. Pelipper, at this point, would be a case of find a water TM, like mm. a bubble beam, or if you come across a hydro pump, something like that. Um, because, yeah, we didn't really talk about that too much. Do you find yourself ever using TMs much? Um, I did this go around. Um, I gave overheat to Torkoal. Okay, okay. Um, I, like, the ones I, hmm, it's, it, it comes down to if I'm in, like, a fight or, like, a gym that requires a certain type, I'm like, I have this mm-hmm. TM, and I might as well give it to a Pokemon, but ordinarily, I don't, I think, now that I know that about Pelipper, I'll be on the lookout for that, mm-hmm. so I'll probably start doing that. Also, I have Surf by the end of this episode, should that be... A Pelipper move, you think? Um, I don't know if... I'm assuming Pelipper can learn it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm checking this list right now. Because there's sometimes there's Pokemon that can't learn a thing that makes no sense. Yeah. Because um, I've I've used Surf for on my, like, go-to water Pokemon, and it's, it's a pretty good water move from what I remember. Yeah, so from the looks of it... Um... I don't know. This is a... a it says Pelipper is compatible with these technical machines in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Okay. So I don't know if Surf is not listed here. I feel like I've been able to use the move in battle in that game. Um, you can learn Fly, but it does not look like you can learn Surf. Hmm. Interesting. Actually, no, you can. You can. You can. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. It was under a different section because... Again, future stuff. Sword and Shield introduces TMs and TRs for some reason. Yeah. Uh, TRs, I think you can only learn once, but TMs stay with you forever now. Um, but yeah, so you should be able to teach Pelipper Surf. And that is also a very good move, worth replacing Water Gun for. You'll be set there. Okay. I know Surf has fewer moves. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. But You should be able to use a... I'm assuming you have one of these. I think I have one of these, but a PP up yep, to like give I them do. an extra one. You can save that for surf, probably. Excellent. Um, yeah, I've, that might be the move, Christian. Might be the move. Very nice. So there it is. Um, and it looks like this happened to both of us. Mm-hmm. So we got the egg in our party, of course. Yes. <laughs> I'm sitting around in the hot spring. I'm walking around. I don't think it really does much. Maybe it does. Um, and why not hatches from the egg? It does. This thing's cute. Yeah. It is a psychic Pokemon. Am I correct? Uh, I can double check for you. I think it is. Also, in regard to the the hatching in the spring thing, I realized why I thought that because I went into one of the houses and they said they said as much. They're like, "Hey, maybe if you sit in a spring with an egg, it'll like help it hatch faster." So I don't know if that's still true, but the game did say it. <laughs> So, hmm. also, yes, psychic. Um, yeah. Is this a good Pokemon, Kershaw? Because immediately it was like super underleveled. I, I just read that it was a baby Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't typically use psychic Pokemon. Yes. So tell, tell me all about this one. So why not is interesting uh, because I also have a why not in my team at the moment. I named it Elvis. Um, oh, hell yeah. Because of the hair? Yes. Um, I don't know if I'd say it's good. Like, here's the thing. It evolves into a Pokemon 
that is iconic from the anime. Um, Ooh, who's that? Uh, Waba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> Basically, yes. But here's the thing: I don't know. I don't know if Waba Fett is a good Pokemon. I cannot tell you that. Psychic is usually great, but I cannot tell. Like again, it might be reviewed on a competitive scale. I don't know, but Waba Fett. If you want a psychic type, why not? You know, I think that's what this is meant to be. It's like, hey, you want a psychic? We're gonna give you this egg. Why not him? That's why his name's Why Not. <laughs> like, here you go. Go for it. <laughs> Maybe that's it. That's yeah. Um. Okay, I'm looking at Wabafet. It's cute. Yeah, I'll say. I like Wabafet. Um, good evolution. Mm -hmm. I probably won't use this thing. Yeah. It's a Togepi situation. Although Togepi was. I think a normal type, in Crystal at least. Uh, it might have been Psychic, because it, its evolution is definitely Psychic, I think. But, um, I do, like, Togepi can, when a Togepi evolves, I think Togekiss is the final form. That is a good Pokemon, so. Togasaurus, maybe? Or is, am I just looking up something that's fake? That might be wrong. I might be looking up, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the first thing I was. I think this is a reimagined thing. My apologies. Okay. Um, I was like, yeah, Togepi just didn't do it for me. Yeah, but the case of why not, I do think why not is maybe not bad if you want a psychic type. Because um, again, it'll it'll evolve to Wobbuffet, and Wobbuffet can learn some psychic moves. I think it can take some hits too, so like, that's all right. Um, I don't think Elvis is sticking around for a long time. Uh, just this episode, Elvis was in the party till the end, so. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, so yeah, for, I immediately I was like, that's cute, but I deposit why not for Zigzagoon. Um, just because I, I need Rock Smash, mm -hmm. uh, which super annoying. The rocks in the cave between Verdant Turf and uh, Rossboro disappear like once you use Rock Smash, but the ones from Mauville headed north don't. They have to constantly be Rock Smash. It's so annoying. Yeah, that it's it's very frustrating. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the way that there's no world persistence. Again, it's like technical limitations. Um, but at the same time, now that I'm thinking of this, the most recent remakes of Red and Blue, or Yellow, uh, with Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, I think the trees respawn. Hmm. So, like, you still... I mean, it's not a big deal because there's no HM thing anymore. It's just your Pikachu or your yeah. Eevee knows it. But it's, you still got to go through the, the motions of, like, cutting something down every time you want to go through a path. But that's fine. Yeah, it's, it's not the best. Oh, well. Um, so, yeah, this at this point, I like what I mentioned. I give Torkoal Overheat instead of Fire Spin. I was not using Fire Spin all that much. Yeah, okay. Um. It wasn't super powerful. Um, turns out I liked over I like overheat. It's very powerful, but it also has like a very big drawback to it. Mm -hmm. But for me, I, I think that was a good choice. It, yeah, it probably is. You know, because like there's some moves that they're good enough, even if there is a drawback, that like having one spot for them is okay. Um, mm -hmm. I would never do anything like that for a move like self destruct. That just is foolish. 
Um, Self-destruct is like one of the worst moves, I think, in Pokemon. It sucks. Like, I'm sure you can make a really awesome, cool gimmick competitive team out of Self-destruct, but like, no. No thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good choice, you know? And you got three other slots, so you're fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, so <laughs> that's pretty much all I do until I get to the gym. Did you do anything else on your adventure before you head to Norman? Um, I did a little bit of, um, grinding, I guess, because I, I, I faced Norman once and died. Uh, so... Mm -hmm. My Numel, Ares, has evolved into a Camerupt, hey, which is very nice. Um, so currently, most of my team, with the exception of Elvis and Vlad, are sitting at like low 30s. Um, so I was a decent amount, like four to five levels higher than most of Norman's Pokemon. Um, that being said, I still had to fight him like three times. Um, but yeah other than that just a little bit of grinding to make the team a bit more competent going in but what about you yeah um i think i'll i'll probably have to do some more grinding because when i encountered norman's pokemon my higher level pokemon were like two to three levels below mm, okay um his pokemon so yeah i think getting to the 30s maybe i'll have to do a little bit of grinding because i'm trying to have every member of my six person party be around the 30s which takes a while mm -hmm. so I'll, I'll probably have to revisit some trainers and whatnot yeah and i'll say this too if there's certain pokemon you're not super in love with on the team right now um in the next in like the second half of the game most of the time when we run into pokemon they'll be like high 20s low 30s so true uh it, it would be much easier to replace you know, like if uh, Zigzagoon isn't doing it for you anymore and you find this new Pokemon that's super cool uh, and it's you catch it at a level 30, then that takes away some of the work, you know? So, like, don't yeah. sweat it too much, but, yeah, it's a, it's a good to play him like that, for sure. Definitely. So, yeah, we get to Norman's gym, mm -hmm. and this is one of the more different gyms. Yeah. Um, and I like this one a lot. I do, too. Because it's his trainers scattered in different rooms mm -hmm. and you basically defeat the first trainer i believe or you get an option mm -hmm. to of two doors and there's a whole bunch of these options throughout this whole process where the first one is do you want to it's like this is the room of speed versus accuracy i believe mm -hmm. or it's something like that and then you choose like which fight you want to go up against like there's a one hit room fight where probably you're gonna get down in one hit so you do as much damage uh, before that happens mm -hmm. there's a confusion room where basically like your pokemon will just be confused the entire fight because mm -hmm. of that trainer's pokemon um it, the, there's these just little gimmicks that you have to choose to get to norman himself um but i like because i think Norman uses pretty much all normal type Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So it seems like he is, his gym is just like running the gambit of different status effects, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, because I really like this gym for the exact reasons you're saying, because it, it makes you have to like pay attention to the, what's going on underneath it all, kind of. Mm. Um, outside of the basic like, oh yeah, you know, fire beats grass. Uh, 
because there are these mechanics in Pokemon where confusion, um, stunning, sleeping, stuff like that are involved, you know, and they can actually seriously mess you up. And like, if somebody's trained well enough, they can wipe a team, you know, thankfully in this gym, most of these trainers only have one Pokemon. So there is just the one gimmick. So it's not like, not gimmick, the one strategy. Um, right. So it's not like you're bashing your head in. You know, once you figure out what the thing is for that room, you can plan around that. But I absolutely, I really do like the gym. I'm, And I think it's funny that it's a normal type gym because um, the layout's super standard. It's just kind of like a dojo. And it's like, hey, make your choices. Go along with it. No big deal. No big drama, you know? Yeah. But. And this is one of those gyms where I went and fought each of the trainers even though it was optional like i got to the point where i could get to norman but mm -hmm. i went back to the rooms i hadn't visited to partly just to see what else was going on and also to just level up my pokemon when i have that chance yeah i did the same thing um yeah so it was cool it was a, it was a nice little gym a little mm -hmm. different than what you normally see for sure also norman so, normal yeah oh yeah that's a good point <laughs> Uh, we get to Norman, who I believe is the man in pursuit of power. Okay. And he's your father, of course, Norman Osborn. Mm -hmm. Um, and he throws out his fir first Pokemon is Spinda. Yes. Now, from the fights we had earlier, this is like a Pokemon that uses a lot of like confusion type moves. Mm -hmm. Um, so my Pokemon, uh in my like the first party position is chad gable mm -hmm. um of course my geo dude spinda uses teeter dance chad gable uses magnitude eight uh and then spinda uses Psybeam. chad gable hurts himself with the confusion i'm like this is a little too much for this dude i'm bringing out torkoal um spinda uses Psybeam twice i use ember it uses Psybeam. then i use ember and i get the faint so a little bit rocky at first with the first pokemon but it's done it's over with do you feel like that is rare for you like do you feel like in any fight first pokemon is ever an issue um not usually usually like i i say like it's a few hits and then it's done right i didn't know what to expect with this gym because the greeter at the door of the gym usually says hey this trainer uses these types of pokemon so beware mm -hmm. he didn't say that for me so I had no clue what type of Pokemon this this uh, dude was going to be using. So yeah, I was a little nervous at first. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 that is part of why I like it too, because it's this big question the whole time, and it's it's funny that it's like you're you're evaluating everything, but it's like it's normal, you know. Like what is there to look into, you know? So I, I do like that yeah. a lot. This gym is really cool. But... Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, the second Pokemon that Norman throws out is Vigoroth. Mm -hmm. um, and I had Grovel come out, or Gravile come out. Gravile uses Fury Cutter to, like, no effect, essentially. Um, Vigoroth uses Facade. Is that up? Am I saying that correctly? Uh, yes, you are. Okay. Um, I didn't know if it was actually the word Facade or something else. But yes, no, yeah, it's Facade. facade. <laughs> um, pretty powerful move against me, usually. Yeah, so um, was that in a... I know you said you used Fury Cutter, but was it in an instance where you gave Vigoroth a status effect? 
No. Okay. Because Fury Cutter is just like a normal attack move. Right, right, right. So it's I, I did, bug type. Yeah, I didn't know if you had like a, a stun spore or something like that on him. Um, or poison. Nope. Yeah, because uh, Facade, as you'll find out later, allows you to like stack damage if they also have a... um, Or actually, if you're inflicted with a status effect. So it would have been if you had an issue, but I don't think you would have. Oh, gotcha. Or whoever is using it, I think. So go ahead. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, Grovile using Absorb. Not really very helpful here. And then Slash from Vigoroth faints Grovile. So I'm like, okay, that was yeah. pretty fruitless. Uh, bring out Pelipper. Facades me again. Wing attack. It uses Slash. I use Water Gun. Um, I give a Super Potion to Torkoal at this point. Because my thinking is, I think Torkoal is going to be my tank uh, for this fight. Because mm -hmm. it, it seemed to work pretty well. Um... It's a slash fest from here on out, Christian. Vigoroth mm. uh, uses slash. I bring out Torkoal. A couple more slashes. I use Ember. Pretty much, I think I get it down to like negli negligible health. And then, of course, Norman uses a hyper potion. Yeah, the disrespect. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Mm -hmm. uh, then I use Ember. It uses slash. I use a body slam. Um, it uses facade. And then I get a faint with another body slam. So... That is Vigoroth. A little more difficult, I would say. Mm -hmm. Also, one of the Pokemon that helped you move into uh, Little Root. That's the one. Oh, yeah. One of the movers, huh? Yeah. I wonder if it was this one. Uh, well, I'm glad I got my revenge for making me sit in the, the back of the trunk. Yeah. Or back of the truck. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. so. Dead and gone. Mm -hmm. um, Lanoon comes out to party. Yes. And I immediately give a super potion to Torkoal. Okay. Because I'm like, all right, I'm all in on Torkoal at this point. It's it's gotten I think two uh, faints so far. So um, it uses facade, uses slash. I use at this point I was saving this move, so I use overheat, um, and it takes three quarters of its HP. So I'm like, all right, that was a good <laughs> decision at least for this Pokemon. Yeah, very nice. Um, and then it uses slash, and then I use body slam to get the faint. So that's Lenoon. No real issue. Uh, but then we get slacking. Is it slacking? Slacking? Slacking, I think. Slacking, yes. Um, very difficult, this Pokemon, I will yeah, say. Yeah, this was, I got to slacking, and for each three attempts, a slacking is what did me in. Granted, I had a level 12 and a level 1 in my party as well, taking mm. up two slots. But yeah, the, the slacking is notoriously tough. If there is a Pokemon, I think, in this game... At a gym, that's the equivalent of mill tank. I do think it's slacking because it's I just it's just a wall. Its defense is so good. I think I got really lucky with slacking mm -hmm. because immediately I brought out Electric. I don't know why. I was just like, let's let's. I, I bring out every person in my party against slacking. Okay. I think at the end of this, all right. Um, just because that's I just went through everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, but I brought out Electric. I'm like, let's see what Electric can do. Instantly, it uses facade and gets a one hit. But because I brought Electric out, smart. It's static. I didn't even plan for this. this is, oh, okay. I should not be commended for this. <laughs> it's it's static, paralyzed, slacking. So I didn't even. You beat that guy up without even touching him. That's exactly what happens here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I did not intend for that, but that's a a very welcome um, addition to my unplanned move so 
at least there's some level of paralysis on slacking here. Mm -hmm. um, and it does help me out later in this fight. So that's yeah, nice. that's great. Because even, I don't know if the game would change its, um, its plan based on if it was paralyzed, but there are some... Actually, no, I, I don't think it could because there are times, even in a standard battle with slacking, where slacking can't move. It just will be like, oh, slacking is loafing around as a yeah. thing. So if yeah. you have the odds of that showing up in between attacks and it being paralyzed, you're good. You're fine. Well, that's exactly what happens here. All right, let's hear it. Super nice. So I bring out my Zigzagoon. Okay. Basically, and this is super low level. This is an attempt to heal my Pokemon. So mm -hmm. Super Potion to Torkoal. And like I said, it and like what you said, Slacking is loafing around here, which what's the do is this a move? Is it just deciding not to go? I think that's their way to like nerf it kind of. Like mm. you have this raw power that when it works, it's like hell yeah, tough luck beating me. But right. you have the drawback of you could issue a move and then slacking could just be like not this turn. No, I'm good. <laughs> you know, I don't really feel like yeah. it. Basically, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Slacking is slacking. You could say. Yes. So, yeah, exactly. Um, comes in very handy for me because mm -hmm. uh, I then use a super potion on Pelipper, and then of course feint attack one hits my Zigzagoon. Of course, I was expecting that. Mm -hmm. um, bring out Torkoal. I use overheat here, even though I know my special. Um, Attacks are just super under level now because I've already used that. It takes half his HP, so that's nice. Very good. Um, loafs around. I use Body Slam. It's paralyzed. I can't move. But it uses a status <laughs> berry for HP. Mm -hmm. um, at this point, I don't... My Torkoal is kind of useless in a way because its special attacks are just super under leveled now. Or underpowered, rather. So... I use overheat again. It loafs around. I use overheat again. It's paralyzed. I use body slam. Loafs around again. Also uses a hyper potion. Ugh. Big no no. Yep. Yeah. I think it was like pretty low. Its HP was pretty low. And yeah. I was super annoyed. See, in this situation, I've also been going through my whole party, but he's been able to get attacks on me. So I have like my Grovile left and a why not? you know, and then at level one, and then he hits me with a hyper potion. It's like, okay, well, I got 90% of that health down with the dead Pokemon on my team. So, like, that that was the rinse and repeat. I did get lucky. I saw, or you might have seen in the doc, I wrote that Why Not to level nine now. Mm. Um, I got Why Not in the fight for one second to use a, to do, like, a switch, and it worked in my favor, so just got, like, 800 XP, so shot right up to level nine. That's awesome. Yeah. So I bring out Pelipper at this point because I'm like, Torkoal like, really has Body Slam and that's it. Yes. Uh, that's useful. So it loafs around. I use Wing Attack. Not too much effect, I think. And then Facade 1 hits my Pelipper. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> I did not expect that. Yeah. Um, so I, I sent Torkoal back out in an effort to heal my Chad Gable, who was pretty injured at this point. Um, loafs around. I use Body Slam. It counters. But of course... Oh, no, excuse me. It counters my body slam with a body slam. I think that's essentially what that is. Um, and then I bring my Chad Gable out. 
sloping around. I use magnitude 6. I think it does some damage. Uh, it's paralyzed, so I use rock throw. Loafs around. I use rock throw. It misses, and then it one hits me with a faint attack. So Chad Gable down for the count. Very sad. That is rough. Um, <laughs> at this point, uh, Torkoal is my last Pokemon left, I believe. Grovile was fainted by someone. I'm forgetting who. Was it early? I thought it was early in the match, maybe. It was. Yeah, it was. I think it might have been Vigoroth. Yeah, it was. Vigoroth slash my Grovile. So Grovile was uh, down for the count. So Torkoal was my last Pokemon. I used a revive on Grovile. Loafs around, I revived my Pelipper. Um, it countered, but I didn't have a move before, so it's not effective. I'm mm -hmm. essentially getting like this string of like ineffective moves from um, from slacking here. Mm -hmm. So super helpful. Yeah, that's very nice. Um, I use Body Slam, it's loafing around. I give a super potion to Pelipper. It counters again, not effective. Use a body slam, loafs around. Um, give a super potion to Torkoal, who I'm using right now. It's paralyzed, and then I do two more body slams, and I get the faint, and that's that's Norman. So, <laughs> well played. I'm, I'm gonna give the MVP award to Electric. <laughs> yeah, Electric. Like honestly, I know you're saying things about maybe replacing it, but like maybe worth the investment at this point. <laughs> No, here's the thing though. Electric was utterly useless. Sure. But it just <laughs> happened to be useful in that moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was it it there's a few times where slacking is is paralyzed here, coupled with the loafing around nature of slacking. Mhm. Mm um came in handy a lot of times in this fight. So shout out to Electric. Yeah, one of the most magical moments, I think, in any Pokemon experience is when, at least on my level growing up, I never really paid attention to status effects, but then, like, or, like, uh, the bonus moves, whatever you had, um, and then it would be like, oh, somebody tackled Raichu. It's like, oh, but they paralyzed him because of its fur. It's like, fuck yeah. Oh, oh, so certain Pokemon do, like, Pikachu wouldn't have the static effect um like electric is that correct there it depends or, some pokemon have a random electric pokemon wouldn't yeah most poke i think all pokemon have a an ability like that or most mm. of them do uh sometimes it's not apparent in that way like there's a pokemon called Krogunk uh in gen 4 and Krogunk, if you get if he gets hit with water any water attack no damage mm. so it's it's stuff like that that's cool yeah it's very helpful so yeah that's norman nice. we get the balance badge we can use surf outside of battle and i write down oh i need surf now mm -hmm. um but immediately after this i don't even think you can move outside the gym no um i think it's wally's dad who comes up. oh you also get the tm for facade mm -hmm. um wally's dad comes up i believe and it's this cutscene of him walking you to his house Mm -hmm. And giving you surf. I don't know why that was <laughs> in there at all, but yeah. there it is. We got surf. I maybe it's because like they don't want you to go on some wild goose chase of where to get this HM, you know, like they have in the past yeah. with Fly, where Hoenn is like 
at least a third water. So like you need this to like traverse the next few areas. So like yeah, um, yeah, it's very jarring, you know, based on the the past of like okay, where do we find surf? It's like oh, just got it great, you know. It's like cool, <laughs> but I think I know what I want to do now. Talking about leveling up, okay, and boosting a little bit, doing some grinding. Mm-hmm. I know when what's his name <laughs> with uh. Mr. Briny took us for a sail- sailing adventure. Mm-hmm. We passed a bunch of trainers in the water. Yes, you did. And I'm thinking, like, I wouldn't naturally have to go back that way again. Mm-hmm. I can just, you know, use Mr. Briny if I want. But I'm probably just going to use Surf, get in there, and just fight all of them just for the XP. You know, I that's probably a good idea. Um... Be prepared for lots of water Pokemon, clearly. Yeah. Um is going to love that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Electric, too. Level True. up Electric. Yeah. You know? Even if it's lower, you hit them with a good Thundershock or something, you're, they're dead. Eat that XP. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's in an EXP share as well. I'll probably be using that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very solid. Very solid. Here's a dumb question. Let's hear it. If I put EXP share on the Pokemon I'm using and I only use that Pokemon, yes. do I get extra XP? No, you don't. Okay. Um, I'll say this, though, too. Uh, if you're planning on just staying in the water mostly, then I'd probably give it to, like, um, like maybe a Makuhira or somebody else that's, like, yeah, not going to be super effective, and then just swap out between Grovile and um, Electric. Because Electric, in the next, like, portion of the of the game could be super valuable for you same way grovile will uh just because it's water time basically like we're gonna be surfing a lot um like a lot a lot (laughs) in between um future stuff was it derivative was it derivative zed who said bring your uh your swim trunks one of the trainers said that yeah back in like episode one the preview episode i think so i think it's time yeah i think it's time yeah get ready we'll see i'm very curious um for next week because it's a lot of water traversal uh extra tad bit of homework for you okay any new water pokemon that we haven't seen yet in any gen i would like reviews of (laughs) okay all right so maybe take some little notes you don't have to do a full sketch or anything but just like a name a note what you think of it because I, I was revisiting some of the lists of like Pokemon in this gen earlier. Again, trying to dream up this list. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a good amount of fish, <laughs> so or like okay. water-ish Pokemon. So be prepared for that. I know we have to use Surf. I looked at the map. I know there's like a big area on the right mm-hmm. that is just a strip of water yeah. that you have to cross. So I I know that's probably the next thing we have to do. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think I'm going to do the Mr. Briny route um, all the way to Slateport, I think. Which I, I think there's probably tons of trainers. I also think there's a ship in the middle of the water. Maybe I could go there. Might yeah. be a beefy episode next next week. Yeah, I have a guide pulled up right now. Um, for this week, it said one. it had Route 111, Route 115, Rustboro City, and then Petalburg. That was this week. Yep. Next week, it is uh, Route 104 slash 108. Uh, a thing... Route 109, Slateport, a route connection, another building, a, a, a thing, a city, 
a root a thing. Like there's a there's a Jeez. good amount next week. I think next week is comparable to last week with the the heat badge and meeting Team Magma. I think in terms of content, that's probably yeah comparable. So be prepared. Cool. Will do. Um, until then, Christian, where can the people keep up with you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok at Chun2D2. Where are you? Very nice. You could follow me on Twitter at FascinatedJack. Uh, we have a Marvel's Avengers podcast called Excelsior. It's on JoyClicks. Big week. Find it on podcast services. Yeah, huge week. <laughs> um, you could say that about any any week with uh, Marvel's Avengers when there's any news, apparently. But uh, this is a particularly big week because uh, for those that keep track of it, um, Hawkeye is being fully detailed. Uh, By the time of this posting, that will have already happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Christian and I will have a uh, detailed breakdown of that War Table blog uh, all about uh, Hawkeye. And if that isn't enough, we'll have another uh, episode on Saturday um, going into more details about that and also talking about the latest episode of WandaVision. So, if you like the MCU, you can just watch that episode, skip ahead. We're all about the MCU on that show. So, yeah. For sure. Be, it'll be a good week for Marvel fans, mm-hmm. definitely. So, check it out. But, yeah. Um, until next time, we'll catch you later.